Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here to talk about a brand new action movie with a very interesting casting choice, um, kind of a classic revenge flick, and that is Nobody. So this movie just came out. Uh, it was an in-theaters-only release. Uh, it's doing pretty well, um, considering there are no other movies, but it was, uh, it was I think, $6.7 million in the United States, which is, like, insane. That is crazy. I, I kind of uh, got a sense for, like, the scale of how dire straight like like how dire straits the movie industry is in right now because 6.7 million is nothing like in a normal year like that wouldn't even be a blip on the radar you know opening weekends are usually like in the tens of millions to hundreds of millions like that was insane to me to read that um just very different state of movies now but nonetheless uh, i thought it looked interesting so i went out to see it and i thought it was pretty pretty good um it's it's from some of the same people behind john wick i wouldn't say to the degree that they're trying to sell it as but it's a few like um like offhand producers writers i think and it is a pretty cool story i mean it's kind of it's kind of a a pretty standard thing you know this is sort of like commando or um you know it, it it even is very similar to john wick in a lot of ways but i think what it really changes is the casting choice this is a very out there uh choice for the person to play the lead badass i mean bob odenkirk doesn't really you know <laughs> doesn't really ring that bell but I think he is a really good choice, and the way they have it in this movie, the way they've set it up, it does really work. Um, he's not necessarily like the best fighter in the world or anything. He's you know he's not like John Wick where everything's a headshot or it's like to the knees and then they fall over one to the head and he's rolling and, and jumping and shooting everybody or whatever. Uh, it is a lot more like labored and very um like grounded i would say it's it's less stylized in terms of the action than john wick is there's a lot of cool stuff that he does with traps there's an almost sort of home alone-esque moment at the end and he does sometimes need other people to help him you know help bail him out like he can't do everything by himself and there's a lot of moments in this movie where he does like get destroyed by certain people and i think that's really cool like it shakes it up and it makes it um a little bit more believable that a guy this old could um could pull off something like this and it makes you feel for his character more you know you're more on his side and uh you can connect with him more because he isn't perfect you know he definitely has some flaws and it's difficult for him to pull off this insane mission uh, a lot of the time so i like that it's definitely an interesting twist. It's by far the thing that sets the movie apart the most. And it's by far the best part of the movie. Bob Odenkirk is a really great actor, and he's really great in this. He plays the the funny moments really well. He plays the action really well. He plays the family stuff really well. Um, everything in this movie is, is sort of on his shoulders, and I think he does a really great job of carrying it. There's a lot of really fun bit players, too. Christopher Lloyd makes an appearance in this movie and gets to do some pretty awesome stuff. I was uh, surprised by the amount of, like, action he saw because, you know, he's, like, 82. Like, you wouldn't expect that he would get any cool action moments, but he does, and they're pretty awesome. Um, there's definitely a lot of cool stuff in this movie. The action is very well choreographed and very well shot, and there is... A pretty awesome warner in the movie uh where 
you follow this car and you see it drive around and then the the guy gets out um walks into the club and and it's like it's like a one shot the whole the whole thing uh that's how we meet the villain this villain is sort of lacking i will say um i think that uh it's very uh it's very like I don't know. It's it's strangely under and overdeveloped at the same time. Like there's that whole thing where he loves karaoke and stuff and it's like, okay, didn't really need that. Um, so that in that way it seems like it would be over overthought. Like we didn't really need that aspect and it doesn't really make him any scarier or more intimidating as a villain that he's like singing one moment and then the next he's killing somebody. Um, and then there's a lot of very boring stuff with like, oh, Russian mob, blah, 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 old grudge, whatever. Like, and that, that stuff isn't isn't anything to write home about. Um, so I was a little disappointed with that. Uh, however, I do think that, uh, like the car chase and the actual fight with him is really cool. Like the way they take out the villain at the end and the way they deal with all his henchmen, um, in particular, that car chase is really, really cool and creative. Like when he rips the mirror off and uses it, um, and in his hand to like adjust it how he needs it. And he's driving backwards and maneuvering around the bus and all that stuff. That was really cool. And, um, I also really liked his escape from the car. That was cool too. Like, you know, it's going too fast. We can't jump out. So he has to figure out another way to, to do that. That was really cool. Um, I think a lot of the action in this is really creative. Uh, I, I do think that it's paced a little odd. I think that the, it's very top heavy. Like the, the beginning of the movie is like packed with a lot of stuff. And then as it goes on, it sort of devolves into a, a kind of a standard action movie. Like, you know, there's like the meeting with the bad guy and then there's the car chase and then there's the big fight and then it's just kind of over. And while that stuff that happens in those moments is cool, it does sort of devolve into something you've seen a thousand times. And I think the beginning is loaded with stuff. You know, you go through a bunch of days in his life. It's really fast paced. And then you get like this weird double home invasion thing where it's like um, almost uh, like overcomplicated to a certain degree of the amount of like, you know, somebody breaks into his home and then he has that whole confrontation, but he doesn't take the, the, the swing. And then he tries to go find the kitty cat bracelet. And then that leads him into this one thing. So he beats up these guys on the bus and by, and ju- it just so happened that that was a Russian mobsters kid. And then his home gets broken into again, but this time he's ready. And like, it's sort of like a weird whirlwind and it, it's, it's like a little bit too much. In my opinion, I think that you could have trimmed down or, or made some little nips and tucks here or there, but, um, because there's so much jammed into the first half, it does make the like coasting through the second half feel a little weird to the point where when the movie was over, I was like, oh, it's over. Like it doesn't feel like totally climactic, at least not for me. So I don't know. I would say that this is definitely worth watching. If you are interested in these type of movies, you will like it. I did like it. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of nitpicking, um, you know, just saying things that I thought about in when I was watching the movie, but in terms of what you're really there to see, which is some cool action and Bob Odenkirk kicking ass, which is just the weirdest sentence I've ever said. Um, I think that you'll definitely get that and it's enjoyable enough. The cast of characters that are around him are enjoyable. His relationship with his wife is good. Um, I like the, the world, 
of this movie that it sort of hints at, but doesn't totally touch on like that radio thing he's got. And then that special record that like burns up the basement and, and all that stuff. That's really cool. And the way it hints at a sequel is fun too. I would definitely watch another installment in this. I like it as sort of this alt reality, John wick. So I would recommend it. Um, definitely worth going out to the theaters for it. Cause I mean, what else are you going to go see? So yeah, I would say you should check it out, but there definitely are a few things that I feel like could have been improved. All right, if, before I get out of here, I want to say that uh, speaking on that whole thing about going to theaters, uh, my dad was the one who suggested that we go see this um, a while back when he saw the trailer, and I decided that, hey, it's coming out soon. I think we should go see it together, and so I brought it back up, and he was like, yeah, um, and that was a fun thing that we did together. I appreciated that while I don't love the theater, and there's a lot of things about it that I would really just prefer go away. Um, and I just want to watch stuff at my house. It is still fun to go every once in a while. So I liked going. It was a nice change of pace. And that was fun. So I'm grateful for that opportunity. All right. You know the drill. Rate, review, subscribe. Go check out the website. That's linked in the description below. Thank you as always for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this. And if you did, please uh, recommend it to a friend. Send somebody else my way. I'd love to have them. And yeah, thank you as always for listening. That's the most important thing that you do for me. And until next time, give me the goddamn kitty cat bracelet. <laughs> See you next. See you next time.